What's up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, your co-host of The Crazy Ones, and I am back with a Founders Journal-style episode of the show where I break down some of the biggest problems, topics, things that are just genuinely interesting to me within my work as an entrepreneur. Now, before I hop into the show, I just want to say that there's a big announcement coming. I can't say exactly what that is yet, but all I can say is that tomorrow there's going to be a little announcement that comes out. So make sure to check out the podcast feed for that. If you're observant enough, you can probably tell what this announcement is gonna be. That's all I'm gonna say for now, but you can probably tell what the announcement's gonna be if you are observant enough. So let's hop into this episode. Today, I'm going to be talking about my journey to hire a CEO and why it is so freaking hard. Let's do this thing. A very real challenge that I'm facing right now is hiring a CEO for my new ghostwriting agency. Let me rewind and explain my big vision outside of this agency because it'll help for you to understand why I'm even hiring a CEO for this business in the first place. My goal in terms of my career is to create content about entrepreneurship and building businesses and then launch many businesses that benefit from the entrepreneurial audience that I have. Said differently, where I act as the best marketing channel for the businesses that I own. I love the content game and I wanna stay in the content game as long as possible. And so I'm trying to create this virtuous flywheel where step one, I build a company that was Morning Brew and now is also the ghostwriting agency. Step two, I learn really interesting lessons from building my companies. Step three, I create content about what I am learning while building these companies. Step four, my audience cares about these learnings. And because they care about these learnings, it means that I'm getting a generally entrepreneurial, founder-like audience to follow me on social media or wherever I create content, which then leads to step five, and that is getting new company ideas from my audience or finding people in my audience that could be potential partners on new businesses, new employees, et cetera. And this is a virtuous cycle because then obviously if I get a new company idea and I build a new company with someone in my audience, that leads to building a new company, having learnings, creating content around those learnings, getting more audience and finding new things to build my audience. And that is the flywheel I'm trying to create. Now, in order to get this flywheel spinning, I need to focus my time creating content and finding great people, which means I can't run the day-to-day -day of every business that I'm involved in. But not running the day-to-day -day is easier said than done because hiring someone to run a business is the most leveraged, highest risk decision that you can make as an entrepreneur. I think about my journey with Morning Brew and I am so incredibly lucky that when I stepped down from the company as CEO in April of 2021, my co-founder Austin, who was COO of the business for the first five years, he was there to run the business as the new CEO. I cannot even imagine what it would have been like to look externally for a CEO to run the company when they knew nothing about what we were doing and they had to just learn it all within a period of a few months. It, it just seems so incredibly risky. So with all of that, I am experiencing the difficulty of the decision right now with my new ghostwriting agency. And I wanna talk about how I'm thinking about hiring a CEO for this agency. But for those of you that haven't heard previous episodes, I just wanna give you a little bit of background on this new business. 
as a refresher because of a tweet that I put out a month or so ago that got a ton of engagement. I launched a ghostwriting agency and the whole premise is I will pair ghostwriters and content strategists with B2B executives where we will create content on their behalf on Twitter and LinkedIn so that they can own their own niche of the internet. So an example would be one of our clients is a self-storage developer and he also owns a self-storage data company. We are helping him create content around self-storage and all of his lessons and insights in self-storage. So he becomes known as the guy in the world of self-storage. And not only will that lead to more investors for his fund and more clients for his data company, but there are also other interesting businesses that can come out of him just now having an audience of let's call it tens of thousands of self-storage investors, brokers, and developers. I'm going to end up announcing the name of this ghostwriting agency over the next few days. So make sure to follow me on social. I'm sure I'll announce it on the podcast also. I took a little while to come up with the name. Honestly, the hardest thing was finding a name that I could actually trademark and that I could actually buy the domain for a reasonably cheap price. And here is a quick snapshot of the agency today. We have three clients that we're creating content for. As I said, one is in self-storage, one is in vertical software, and one buys internet businesses. I have been acting as the content strategist for my clients while also getting this business up and running and looking for the CEO to run it. And I believe that we can get to 15 clients or a million dollars in ARR in the next month. But here's the million dollar question about the business right now. When should I bring on a CEO for this business? And it's not an obvious answer. There is a good argument to be made for why it's too early to bring on a CEO. One reason being we haven't reached product market fit yet. I would say that probably happens after a million dollars in ARR. So it's hard to know exactly what I should be hiring for. And also another reason it's too early is if this business could be a multi-million dollar business in a few years, the role of CEO will look very different then than it does today. And so what are my odds that I could find someone who's great as, let's call it like a zero to one CEO and also as a one to 100 CEO? Those are generally very different skill sets. But on the other hand, there's a really good argument for why it's the right time to bring this person on. I've already done each of the core roles in the business as ghostwriter. I've done some of the writing of social posts for clients. I've acted as the content strategist. I've operated the business so far. So I should have a good idea of what's required to run this business. And then the second reason is, if I want this person who I bring on as a co-founder and CEO of this business to feel true ownership in the business and have the ability to shape its vision and its culture, I should be bringing them on as early as humanly possible before I've shaped all of those things. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. So all of that to say, I'm trying to get to a point of clarity right now on if it's the right time to bring on a CEO and who it should be. But here's how I am pushing the ball forward with this CEO process. A few weeks ago, I put out a tweet saying that I'm looking for a CEO for my ghostwriting agency. 40 people applied for the role. I ended up having a call with the top seven people, and there ended up being two of the seven that I was excited enough about to push forward. 
just so you know also, because looking for a CEO for any of these businesses, I try to have a longer term view when I'm talking to these people. I set the expectation with the seven, let's call it top candidates for the CEO role, that while I was chatting with them as a possible CEO for my ghostwriting agency, I was more broadly assessing if we could collaborate on any business in the future together, even if they're not the right fit for this business. And so anyway, I have these two possible CEOs now that I need to choose from. And so the first thing that I did with these two candidates is I set very clear expectations with them. I told them, first, there is someone else that I'm considering for this role. Second, I would like for us to start workshopping actual projects within the business because that's the best way for us to understand how we work together and if we enjoy working together. And third, the person I choose will be the CEO of this business. They will run the day-to-day and I will ultimately serve as chairman, providing marketing to drive demand for future customers through my content. Hopefully, I'm not gonna always be the biggest marketing channel, but in the beginning, I will be. I'll provide strategic support through weekly meetings and then anything else I can offer to this person that I choose that plays into my unique strengths where they need help. So an example would be, if I have a good sense of the type of mindset you need to be a good content strategist for Twitter and LinkedIn, I can help us hire our first few content strategists and fill that gap for our CEO. But all that said, even with setting these expectations, I still have these two questions I need to answer for this business. When is the right time to hire a CEO and who of the two candidates should be the CEO of this business? I'm trying to answer the first question of when is the right time by laying out the pros and cons myself like I did earlier in this episode, and then also talking to a few different people who likely can give a more informed answer than me. And so I put out a tweet on Twitter and I got connected to a few people that have started 10 million plus dollar agency businesses. And my goal is to better understand when would they hire an operator for their business if they were to relaunch an agency. And then also I'm speaking to a group of venture studio founders. And for those of you that don't know, a venture studio is basically a company that is in the business of launching businesses. So a venture studio has a portfolio of businesses that it's incubated and launched and placed CEOs into. And I'm in a WhatsApp group with a number of people who run venture studios. And so I've been also asking them, when should I try to hire a CEO for this business? And what's been interesting is so far, their answers have been split. Half of the group has said, at inception, you should bring on your CEO so they can truly help shape the vision and the product. And half have said, post-product market fit, because if you're not getting a business to product market fit yourself as a venture studio, and in this case, Alex Lieberman is the venture studio, then what value are you providing to entrepreneurs? Why wouldn't they just go do this on their own? And so I would say I'm leaning towards bringing this person on earlier versus later, but I haven't 100% made the decision yet. And then the second question about who of the two candidates should be the CEO of this business, I'm trying to answer this question by doing two things. First, understanding exactly what I should be looking for in a great agency CEO by talking to other agency founders. And the second is doing as much real life work with these two people as possible. I'm working with both of them effectively as like quasi, you know, contractors or consultants for things on the agency to almost A-B test who is doing a better job of running this business. And so that's how I'm thinking about hiring a CEO for my new ghostwriting agency. If you have any questions about my process or any ideas for how I can make the best decision possible in bringing someone on to run this business because it is the most important hire and if I fuck this up, it could take down the whole business, shoot me an email. And also, if 
you wanna just say what up or express your excitement for what is going to be a huge announcement about this show tomorrow, shoot me an email as well. The email is thecrazyones at morningbrew.com and I read every email and I get back to every email from my listeners. So I would love to hear from you. As always, thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you next episode. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.